What's up guys, here with you with FC Wonder Kid, episode 62, here with my guy, Bretson. How are you? Oh, I am doing very, very well here. I've gotten a little more sleep over the last week, and now this transfer window has just decided to really pick up and get humming, man. We have a lot to talk about. I have a feeling we are going to be bouncing... <laughs> all over the place mm -hmm. uh so what do you say should we get started you feeling good yes i'm feeling really good and people please do not forget to like this video so we can keep on going bold and follow the podcast on spotify fc wonder kids so we can keep on going bold in those charts and i gotta say i agree it's been picking up transfers all of a sudden and yeah, oh, I, yeah. I assume we gotta talk about the big boy Cristiano Ronaldo that what's up we all knew this man has a need to play in the Champions League but come yeah. on United need to admit that he wants to go they need to admit that he wants to go so the United's yeah. position that's my biggest doubt right now so people context uh David Hornstein has revealed and the times that Ronaldo asked to leave Man United if the right offer landed at the club so yeah, oh. yeah I, I, you know, for, for a man that is the most followed human being <laughs> on the planet when it comes to social media, you'd think he didn't need more attention I... uh, when it came down to this. I know, that was a cheap shot. That was a cheap <laughs> shot. Hey, listen, nothing against Cristiano Ronaldo whatsoever. I get it. He's disappointed. I mean, they've been... There's been rumblings about this for like the last month or so. How long, right? Frankie? It's just really come out with a whole lot of fervor over the last week. But there's been rumblings. And understandably, there's been rumblings. Mm -hmm. Because how many months has Manchester United uh, had to lay out a transfer plan that would complement Ronaldo? Fuck. That would complement Bruno. That would complement the pieces that they knew they were going to be holding on to from the get-go. And then the first one that's probably going to get across the finish line, mm -hmm. nothing against Tyrell Malaysia. He's a phenomenal player. He's been on Ten Hag's radar for years. I mean, years, okay? <laughs> so you, the fact that that's the first signing might be a first building block, but yes. ultimately that doesn't necessarily go to Ronaldo's head and say, hey, this is a team that mm -hmm. has ultimate ambition to mm -hmm. go from wherever they were in the table last year to top one, top two, top three fighting for Champions League football, right? Mm -hmm. And I get why Ronaldo feels that way, but ultimately, I just have to say this, and mm -hmm. I'll put it out there, okay? They need to move on from Ronaldo, and I agree. They need to uh, They need to let it into their head, the reality that Ronaldo yes. possibly needs to go. He needs to go sooner rather than later to wherever he wants to go, wherever he's happy, mm -hmm. so that Manchester United can move on. They need a uniform platform, and they need everybody on the same page in order to move forward. And if Ronaldo moves on, there needs to be an acceptance that they might not get Champions League football this year. Uh -huh. That this will be, let's get into Europe and let's fight tooth and nail as hard as we can with what we've got. And let Ten Hag, mm -hmm. it's weird saying this, but let's ten, let Ten Hag rebuild the squad. That's what needs to happen. Mind. It has to happen. And let's it be honest to. too, it, Ronaldo leaving is a trouble for you know it is a major problem right now and i literally feel ronaldo does this because he sees that there's no hope for next season that whatever transfer can come like the, the the investment needs to happen inside the pitch 
and outside yeah. the pitch at Man United. And for me, it's sad to see that this didn't work out for Ronaldo, this journey coming back to United. And for Ronaldo, he must be emo emotionally, this must hit hard. Because Juventus, yeah. like we all know how that ended. And Man United was seen as a new hope for Cristian Ronaldo. And seeing right. what happened, like like how unorganized the club is, like I yeah. feel for Ronaldo. I really feel. But my prediction with this Ronaldo tra transfer chat is yeah, Christ Christian Ronaldo. If he, when he when he leaves Man United this summer, I believe okay. he will go to a club with elite organization. Okay, <laughs> I don't know which the which is the club. But one thing's for sure, big wages, and they need to have a need of having him in Champions League football. Yeah. So I really think Bayern Munich, I okay, know, I, <laughs> I know, I know, like they said no one, one, one week ago to Ronaldo, but they can yeah. have that chat again. It's all about the money, the contracts. Sure. How long will Ronaldo stay? Is it a year? Is it two <laughs> years? If Bayern wouldn't yeah. say no, in my opinion, for one year, contract with Christian Ronaldo it would be yeah. elite and Bayern Munich with Ronaldo Sadio Mane they literally would have a chance to win the Champions League next season immediately with the departure of Lewandowski with Ronaldo in my opinion in yeah. my opinion and then he can go to Sporting leave them <laughs> then he goes to Major League Soccer Come yeah on. yes Come on. Yeah, I do believe in that we uh, talked about that we I literally uh, that is something that needs to be taken in account the money I mean of Messi and Ronaldo this, in the MLS yeah I mean it's it's a drop in the bucket in MLS uh aside you know when it comes mm -hmm. to the designated player rule but you also have to think of the time frame mm -hmm. just imagine Ronaldo going to Major League Soccer maybe a little little earlier than he would like mm -hmm. but going to Major League Soccer three and a half years before the World Cup, that okay? With all the fervor leading up to it, with all the excitement leading up to Eesh. it. Um, I, I know there's going to be people in the comments talking about can Ronaldo actually go to the United States, and I believe he can. He can, he can, he can. Crazy stuff. Yeah, he can. he can. So, you know, that that I know is going to wind up in the comment section. We're not dealing with he, that legal but stuff. But he can, people. But what we know, mm -hmm. his take, his my take here is that the guy just needs to get moving. He needs to decide... None of this, you know, I don't know if this is kind of a bluff to maybe mm -hmm. make them act or if this is a bluff, bluff from his agent to make them act. Uh, but, like, you're right. You're right. If he's going somewhere, mm -hmm. I, I know people are throwing out there, like, Napoli. And they're throwing ah! out, like, you know, Chelsea. Milan faster than going... Napoli. Yeah, right. Milan, too, right? Milan, maybe. But, mm -hmm. you know, they've really only just gotten their um, yeah. stuff together, but, if you will. True, true. true. So, Napoli, absolutely not. Mm -hmm. I don't think I don't think that that's a good fit for him, even if it's for a year. Mm -hmm. I think Bayern is likely, um, and and the issue there is that Bayern likely would have to get rid of Lewandowski, mm -hmm. and then you've got Juan Laporta basically saying, <laughs> "Hey, it's really nice. We love that Lewandowski wants to come here. This is awesome. We we get it. I, I don't think he used the word awesome, <laughs> but you know we get it. But ultimately, the money's not necessarily there. We have to see some people leave before they go, and yeah. they can't even get Frankie across the finish million. line just yet. Hmm. But hey, transfer window just started, and man, oh man, is it heating up to the point where like I'm already dizzy." Uh, and Cristiano Ronaldo, this is not going away. This has to be dealt with. 
Um, and I, I think it would be nice to hear from the man himself, mm-hmm. but I, that's not how he, that's not, that's how, not how it works. Went. But, 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 no. but would you rather like for the Barca, I think the Lewandowski deal is inevitable this summer. Okay. It's all about, as we said, numbers, but mm-hmm. about that, like how much isn't worth it, you know, for Lewandowski 60 right. million for one year contract, Lewandowski at Bayern. I do believe he's one of the best players in the world. But come on, that is a lot of money. If you see Man City getting Julian Alvarez for 24 million, you know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? And that's like a long-term deal for the future of the club in the present. You compare with Lewandowski being, I know, more immediate, better player. But still, yeah. 60 million one-year contract left is a lot to ask, okay? It's too yes. much, in my opinion. And leaving on yeah. the Ronaldo too. Like, United have to, have to get a striker replacement, okay, for Ronaldo. Oh, <laughs> and seeing Richarlison going to right. Tottenham, for me, Tottenham mm-hmm. was fully anticipating this, what happened at United. And they know right. uh, Richarlison to Man United was something United was trying to make it happen. Clearly, in my mm-hmm. opinion, after the Ronaldo departure. So, do you have any name to replace Ronaldo at United? Because I'll say this name. I'll say this name. I see they got the money. They want a youth. You said Man United rebuild. Ronaldo leaving. João Félix come in. So, João Félix come in. Agent George Minge. He knows what's up. And I'll be honest with you. I think Ten Hag would love João Félix, okay? I think that would work out well. But they still need... I don't know. What's what are your thoughts on a replacement? I mean, here's what it comes down to. Um, the the only the only names that have been circulating around Ten Hag are mm-hmm. names that he has been tied to in the past, I... and they're names he's either coached <laughs> at IX or they're basically ear divisi names. Um, you know, so you might as well bring in Luke the. No, just kidding. Um, <laughs> no, I, what, what I'm looking at, what I'm looking at though, right now, mm-hmm. is the fact that if. United scouting department doesn't already have a shortlist <laughs> if Ronaldo goes, right? <laughs> then they are not doing their job in um, in supporting mm-hmm. Ten Hag. Because okay. I don't think Ten Hag's shortlist is as long as... It's it's pretty clear his shortlist is not exactly, you know, massively long. And we did say, remember, mm-hmm. we said months ago, one of the scarier things is going to be going from not really having a budget or having to deal with whatever comes in exactly. to then go out to buy players mm-hmm. uh, that will then have to toil and fight in the ear division, right? Mm-hmm. Not so much the Premier League, mm-hmm. but now he's dealing with a transfer, you know, kitty, whatever you want to call it, mm-hmm. that is much, much bigger than he's used to. Much bigger than he's used to. You know, you can fight the Glazers all you want, right? But ultimately, the Glazers are going to support, they are going to put money into this team uh, but they've been snake bitten. They've been snake bitten. So I don't have a great name. Jao Felix is interesting, but mm-hmm. I feel like they need somebody that has a little more aerial presence up top. Mm-hmm. Um, so you know, looking at looking at a uh, Gerard Moreno again, we bring him up all the time. Yeah. That might not necessarily be. He might not be cut rate per se, mm-hmm. uh, and he might not be cheap like per se. But he'd be a whole lot cheaper than Jao Felix. Yeah, but for my United. They would put that yeah. United tax with Gerard Moran. But what I like about yeah. that show is like Gerard is in the same club as Pau, Pau Torch. Yeah. And we all know yeah. negotiations should happen at least for that center back position, Pau Torch and Man United. 
that for me yeah. that would be a signing that would make sense and just on Malasia fast people yeah. I was absolutely shocked that uh, Man United went for Malasia uh, and I gotta say I was criticizing that the Frankie de Jong was a big first big deal now yeah. I, if it's Malasia and Frankie de Jong both coming at a rate of like 80 million first two transfers I think that is a right beginning now. That is a com if it was just Frankie, there was a ton of pressure, like I mentioned in the past. But now Malasia, that for great left back, okay, Feyenoord, impressive. I love the fact that he's Dutch too. Eric Ten Hag knows him extremely well. Sure. I'm sure at Ajax he was hoping to get Malasia at Feyenoord. So, and I like the tactic too that United bid. After there was already a bid for Malasia. Sure. So they knew the Poor price them. of the player. <laughs> there was no yeah. negotiation. They knew. That's what United, I think, have to do. They have to bid after yeah. knowing the price. Because the United attacks, it needs to go. United, and with a rebel with Ten Hag, that's the way it should happen. So, yeah, yeah I, 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 I agree with a lot, a lot we said. So put down below, people. What do you think? Man United should do yeah. this transfer window because and can they get to the top four? <laughs> yeah. Considering well, that, well, like, oh. Hey, 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 listen. If if the Glazers were smart, mm. okay, and this is a little this is a little off the cuff and maybe mm. a little um, oddly tinted here. Bold. But if the Glazers were smart, yeah, there you go. Bold. Uh, if they were smart, they would actually be maybe using this as a as like a a galvanizing process for United, mm -hmm. bringing the club together, not necessarily by painting Ronaldo as, mm -hmm. say, uh, the ungrateful or the, the enemy in some respect, but ultimately a way to say, like, listen, one person is not the club. We thought this would work out. They should literally say, this mm -hmm. did not work out. And we are going to find the best home, the best place for Ronaldo to go. Um, but beyond here... We need to make sure we stick to an identity that we find, well, mm -hmm. find an identity first and we go for it. Now, if Tyrell Malaysia is your first signing mm -hmm. and you're getting rid of Dean Henderson on loan, yes, right? Yes, uh, and you're getting it, rid of, yeah, and but you're not getting rid of all the other players that have essentially been <laughs> deemed um, surplus to requirements. Come on. Um, then something needs to be done mm -hmm. uh, before you can really bring this United club together. So really, it just it's back to the fact that you're watching Pogba leave again, right? Fuck. Head to Juventus. Okay, <laughs> one of the worst one of the worst signings of all time. I wouldn't go as far Maguire. as saying it's the worst Premier League signing. I don't know. I mean, I almost have a question for you, right? And this is a little off topic, but I might as well bring it up now. Uh, if you had to rank this. Mm -hmm. um, out of, say, the Lukaku to Chelsea, mm -hmm. okay? And then, you know, just left Chelsea, and we'll yeah, talk about embarrassing, that. Embarrassing, uh, Pogba to United mm -hmm. and back out. Um, which, uh, optically, obviously, Lukaku's worse. I think Lukaku's right? worse because Pogba yeah. did have memories at Man United, and that's the sad thing. There were just glimpses of greatness that everybody was like, Pogba. That is unbelievable what had just happened. Like the the match, the comeback that Man United have with that sure. that, that with the painted hair of Pogba, yeah. man. Three that was unbelievable. That was that moment I really thought Pogba was gonna have an mm -hmm. amazing legacy coming back from United after just, that day. But ever since then, it just hasn't worked out. And Mourinho, Jose 
Mourinho. I often mm-hmm. get criticized, Portuguese bias this, Portuguese bias that. But José Mourinho warned the world. Warned the world. He even said Marcus Rashford isn't a striker. He even said sure. that. And now people, are they still doubt him. They still doubt him, man. I cannot yeah. believe it, man. Well, he called it. He called it. Yeah, I mean, he did. And, and here's, oh, here's, here's my take. Here's my take on why Lukaku is actually... Mm-hmm. Um, not a like worse Lukaku. transfer than Pogba. I think Pogba is the worst transfer. Why? Oof. Because of what you just said. Hope. What you just said. The hope. Exactly. It's the hope that I kills you. It. Lukaku within eleven months, <laughs> and the whole the whole childhood club BS. The whole Man. you know oh. I'm gonna go to the Premier League and finally make it. You know he's done he's done well man. in the Premier League. But guess what? He's done well in the Premier League with West Brom and Everton. <laughs> you know. Nobody else for the most part. But Lukaku essentially <laughs> with that, that's that second yeah, that second trial in the Premier League, right? Or not second trial, but well, that yes. second trial with Chelsea, Chelsea was done in eleven months. It's gone. He's out of here. He made his, you know, he made whatever, 115 million <laughs> down the drain of which they get eight point eight back or whatever it is, uh, in the form of a nice little loan fee. Okay. But Pogba mm-hmm. Pogba was like five years, four years of Stop and start. Stop and start. Mm-hmm. Give them a glimpse. Give them enough to make all the United supporters be like, world-class Pogba is back. Mm-hmm. And then ultimately, he leaves for free. Okay? Mm-hmm. So call it terrible business acumen. Call mm-hmm. it terrible player personnel. Call it the, the round table or the revolving door that is the Manchester United mm-hmm. top job. But in the end, I feel like the Paul Pogba deal was mm-hmm. beyond worse. Um, than Lukaku. Now we can bring Danny Drinkwater into the mix, and we can probably all agree that was worse. Uh, or in Hazard, Real Madrid, and Chelsea. Man, Chelsea yeah. does these weird deals, right? Like, like <laughs> Lukaku drink. You just mentioned Drinkwater. Oh my days! Oh my it's true. But Lukaku, it was ninety million. Ninety oh. million that Chelsea have to just say, okay, we it just didn't work out. And for Todd yeah. Boyley. For Todd Boyley, that must be insane for him to see. Because, let's be honest, it's all about numbers, and he is the owner of the LA Dodgers. He must be like, we invested $100 million and we got nothing. Nothing back? Like, literally Nada. nothing. Oh, my gosh. But, too, like, we mentioned Ronaldo. Like, mm-hmm. there is talk. I do believe Chelsea will sign a big forward. I don't know who. It can be yeah. from Dembele. The Ronaldo. Yeah. That is the option. Because <laughs> sporting director Todd Boyley can pick Neymar, Dembele, yeah. Ronaldo. Just go bold with the contracts. We don't know what can happen. No. So this it, trust you've really- got you've got Chelsea needing a striker and you've got Manchester United needing a striker. So there is going to be And Barca and, a- and Bayern love and Barca and Bayern. Oh, and ba- yeah. <laughs> but between the two. So like for Juve locking up Vlahovic earlier mm-hmm. that was like the yep. deal to do okay it just makes a ton more sense now looking back how fast not how fast but how much they paid and how fast they did it because yeah it was yeah. it was pretty fast when they wanted they got it so yes so talking, well, oh, sorry. I, I, you mentioned you yes. mentioned and, and i think you were about to say and i agree with you <laughs> put down below i mean what who are the strikers that even fit the bill for mm-hmm. each of these who's the perfect striker i want to know Who's the perfect striker for Barcelona? Mm-hmm. Who's the perfect striker for Bayern if Whoa. Lewandowski leaves? Mm-hmm. Who's the perfect striker for <laughs> Chelsea? And who's the perfect striker for Manchester United? And oh my goodness, because you are absolutely right. Mm-hmm. 
Spurs. Okay. Yeah. Spurs went and Antonio Conte basically went in and they said, you know what? <laughs> Offense is the best defense here. Well, We're going to go out there and we are going to get Richarlison. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you see him as Harry Kane's backup. I don't, I mean, let's be honest. There's mm-hmm. enough fixtures. Mm-hmm. There's enough fixtures. I don't know how you're going to fit all four of these guys, Dejan, Son, uh, uh, Kane, um, and Richarlison <laughs> all on the same pitch Man, at the same right. time. But uh, maybe Antonio Conte can he figure will. that out. He will. But to get Richarlison for this amount, uh, to take advantage of, unfortunately, Everton's financial ills mm-hmm. as it stands right now, uh, $58 million is still a pretty nice penny uh, for a 25-year-old you know, Brazilian striker slash winger. With experience um, but ultimately, in the Prem. With experience in the Prem, has done it, has done it when they've had their backs to the mm-hmm. wall, has done it when Everton was flying high. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you know what I love about this mm. is Richarlison does – have that bite. He has that 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 chip on his shoulder Fuck. that I do think Spurs needs because sometimes Harry Kane is like, you know, it's, it's like true. I just watched the polo match and now I'm going to go here and I'm going to score a couple goals and, <laughs> and San is just like this nice dude, and, right? Or at least there's that identity that he's a nice dude. They need that razor sharp bite and who did they just get? Basuma? And they got uh, they got Richarlison and they got Kuti in the back. And if you, if you need a bite... That is a bite. That middle is a bite. Mm-hmm. And I think I think Spurs, I think I'm getting ready to jump on your train of Spurs could uh, fight their way to an actual piece to silverware this year. Well, I don't know how, I don't know where. But <laughs> well, well, Spurs can, can end up ahead yeah. of Chelsea if everything goes right. And I got to say, yeah. Conte, one thing's for sure, we know Conte on defense We'll have mm-hmm. that sorted, okay? Ever since the start, he's been working a ton. And I got to say, Perisic will be dictating on the wing where people should be. I know this right. match for sure will be crucial. And now on Richarlison. I have yeah. to go bold for this one because Tottenham went bold, okay? And what I have to say on Richarlison first is Richarlison has something to prove. And he was the man at Everton, but not anymore at Tottenham. And he's got a chip that you mentioned with Son and Kane. He's got to overshadow two world-class players. And Richarlison, knowing him, he will be willing to go and face that challenge, okay? He is very bravo, as the Brazilians say. He loves banter. He's a very confident kid. And I feel like he really, <laughs> he him himself more, wanted the move. It wasn't like... I think he was done with the relegation battles, okay? He gave a chance to Everton. I really believe Richarlison gave a chance to Everton, but it just didn't work out. So yeah. now seeing him with the right manager for me with Conte, I got yeah. it. And just with Everton, because well, I know we, we might not talk Everton, I want to see if they keep Anthony Gordon. I want to see if they keep him because the top six will be all on top of Anthony Gordon. Considering that Mm -hmm. Everton are in a fragile situation financially, Lampard, man, keep your boy. It won't be easy. (laughs) But Chelsea Academy, you'll see a bunch of players from Chelsea Academy going to Everton. Yeah, probably. (laughs) Levi Colwell, report to... Mm. No, just kidding. Uh, I mean, that actually could happen. Uh, Depends. I like seeing him. He's in the preseason with Chelsea. I'm excited to see what (laughs) Levi Colwell can do. But hey, 
Rasharlison, mm-hmm. you 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 said something in there mm. that I that I picked out, and I definitely wanted to highlight a little yes. more because it illustrates the chip he's got on his shoulder. Mm-hmm. He does he loves the banter, yeah. right? And some some people can like perceive it as being a little dirtier. They can perceive it as being a little whatever, but mm. ultimately Rasharlison is that guy you really don't want to play against. Fuck. You really don't want to play exactly. against. And ultimately, Rasharlison has already been poking the bear. Okay, he's already putting in his Instagram story. He's already been putting in there, like him standing up to Hector Bellerin in an Arsenal shirt. What? Um, I love you know, just song. yeah, just stoking that flame, <laughs> just getting it started, getting it ready for that Tottenham Arsenal rival rivalry. And I, I just, I, I kind of love it. You have to respect it. He, he wasn't even a Tottenham player for more than thirty minutes, and he put it up in his story. So good on Richarlison. Um, and and to be honest, hey, I think. This this is a guy that gave I, I believe this is a guy that gave Everton everything he could. Exactly. And I think most, even though Everton feels like they're getting no most complaint. fans feel like they're getting punched, no. punched in the face no, no, no. while they're down. No. I do believe that most people, when they think about Richarlison, mm-hmm. knows that he's ambitious, knows that he exactly. looks at this unfortunately through a realistic lens and says it's gonna be a while before Everton can come back mm-hmm. to top half of the table, you know, yeah, relevancy. Um and ultimately I'm 25. I'm only getting older, and I feel like I need to go literally provide myself with that internal competition uh, that's needed to make me extra world class. Especially heading into the World Cup, uh, exactly. uh, uh, the, the World Cup, where mm-hmm. Brazil absolutely has uh, is got to be considered one of the favorites. Fuck. So, Fuck. Um, and and and, yeah. I, and I gotta say this too, like Fergie Charlison, he sees like names mm-hmm. popping up everywhere now, like Anthony at Ajax. All of a sudden, he's a player that's talked. Rafinha mm-hmm. at Leeds, he's talked more than him, I'd say, in the past month. Now, yeah, so it's like Richarlison must be. I need to be in the spotlight, and the best way to be in the spotlight is at a top club. And I really believe yeah. that what convinced Richarlison too was Conte. Conte for of me course. was a huge factor for him, and I gotta say this too, man. You hinted that. So with what I'm saying, who would you who do you think's a better transfer? So Gabriel Jesus to Arsenal or Richarlison to Tottenham? Both came for a similar fee. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm. We all know that. I'll on go Richarlison. I'll go Richarlison. Okay, well, I, I think I'm gonna agree with you because mm-hmm. on paper, Gabriel Jesus looks like the perfect fit mm-hmm. for Arsenal. But at the same time, we've thought that about other transfers mm-hmm. in the past. Right, ever since the invincible days, right, the transfers that have come in afterwards to try and sustain their legacy, try and uh, keep Arsenal at the top of the table, they mm-hmm. just kind of haven't panned out the way that they wanted. Mm-hmm. And also, how quickly some of their relationships have 180, right, the Obama Yang situation and all that fun stuff. No. I, I until I see it, I don't. Even I don't know. For Charleston, in Kitty, yeah. All of a sudden, I mean, in go, Kitty, go, go, go. He had it. Contract he had both feet out the door. I thought he <laughs> exactly. had both feet out the door. It's, it's the same with Balogun. It's like. At some point, you gotta. Mm, what's this? The saying here is a little. Uh, it's you, you gotta sort things out. I'd say. <laughs> yeah, sort things out. There you go. You gotta sort I'm not things even gonna, out. Yeah, it's, it's. If anyone can guess what phrase I was gonna use, but it is like <laughs> blank or get off the pot, and that's that's what Arsenal needs to do. And there's no doubt they're trending in the right direction. That Arteta mm-hmm. does have a plan. That they're they're trying to get their men. Mm-hmm. But like Gabriel Jesus. I thought was already done and dusted mm. and now it's a hurry up and wait situation and he hasn't been announced yet 
but I believe he's already had his intro photos yeah, and all that I, I, stuff. So like, it's coming. On Twitter, everybody was like, he's the number nine. There's a video of him already. So, uh -huh. like, we already seen on Twitter the Arsenal announcement, let's say, per se, not the official one. But, yeah, Gabriel yeah. Zouz, I, fe I feel – I don't know what Arsenal fans feel about it, but I do think they should have just a, a little concern. A little concern. Mm -hmm. Not – 100% that it'll go well, but with Richarlison, I can I can say I really believe that will go well much faster than Jesus because it's just a different position. But there's one strong thing you can lean on. Arteta knows Gabriel Jesus. So if Gabi sure. Gabriel Jesus goes bold, I think it's with Arteta more likely at a team that he will get minutes and be the focus in attack because Arsenal can be a bit of, a bit bland last season okay in the mm -hmm. attacking force they needed someone just to snatch a goal occasionally okay to be the attacking threat and they had no one yeah. in the middle in yeah. the last season so getting Gabriel yeah. Zouz just being there in the middle being a threat is better than last season but it, it was it, is it enough for the Champions League yeah, that's, yeah. That's I mean, I, 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 that's the doubt. I don't know. Saka, another year older. Uh, I, I, Odegaard, another year mm -hmm. older and wiser in the Premier League. Mm -hmm. I, I honestly believe that there's no doubt Arsenal will be in the top six. Mm. Uh, it, it's just a no matter doubt? of um, like no, I believe yeah. too. I believe too. <laughs> I, believe I, too. <laughs> I, I do believe that they will be top six, and I don't know. I don't know if I'm willing to like you know shave my head if they aren't. But <laughs> uh, ultimately, no, I do believe. And and you're bringing it up like Gabriel mm. Jesus. Obviously, there is previous knowledge of of his skill set, and and man, he he, he scores, mm -hmm. he assists in a Manchester City setup. Yeah. How yep. that's going to translate to an Arsenal setup? that is influenced mm -hmm. by a Manchester City setup but, uh, remains to be seen, but it ticks all the same boxes. You've got Premier League history. You've mm -hmm. got a guy that's been in pressure situations. You've also got guys that a guy that can destroy weaker teams mm -hmm. uh, when you play them to make sure you win the games that you need to win mm -hmm. while you can rest other players. Gabriel Jesus ticks all those boxes. Richarlison ticks a good amount of those boxes as well for Tottenham. So mm. um, well, I don't know. I like it. I, I who I'd love to know what our – our listeners yes like, you know put down who's, below. who's the better sign who do you prefer people down below Richarlison or Gabriel Zouz we'll answer every single comment down below so you go bold and tell us but we can put another Brazilian here and do a start bench sell if needed you know what I mean Ooh. because I Ooh, said okay. I said Rafinha is the most talked name of the transfers and there's a reason why okay if you can snatch up Rafinha for 50 60 million considering what he has done Last season, yeah. <laughs> every single club's going to go extremely bold. So I believe, like, for Arsenal, it's a huge blow. Mm -hmm. Not getting Gabriel Zouz and Rafinha at the same time. Okay, for yeah. me, for because it's more of an acceptance of this. Okay, he's like a striker, like winger striker. But we still got yeah. Rafinha. We still got mm -hmm. Rafinha to assure. But that's not happening as it seems. So... Deku, no, I, <laughs> he's on a field I, trip, man. To Barca, to London. Barca, London. Deku's Rafinha's agent. Barca, London. At, but nothing's decided yeah. still. Nothing's decided. But one thing we know, no. Rafinha wants Barca. Rafinha right. wants Barca. Right, and that's Barca. the thing. is that, yeah, the, Barca, the Barca clout is, even if you, you can call it Spotify Barcelona, you can that's... call it whatever the hell you want to call it because they're, you know, siphoning off and, and auctioning off pieces of their future. It's true. Uh, in order to remain relevant now, which I don't 
agree with from a business perspective, but then again, nobody's asking me my opinion. Uh, but when it comes down to it, yeah, like I feel like Laporta has this scepter that just like, just, I don't know, hypnotizes some of these players. Lewandowski wants nowhere but Barca. Rafinha wants nowhere but Barca. Um, and Rafinha is even willing to stay at Leeds uh, for another six months until they essentially tr- uh, figure out their My finances, days. get it done, get it in situation, and 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 get to where he needs to go, but That's get there on a healthy ground. That's it, embarrassing. It, it is. Because they, they're willing is. to give so. everything for him. Like, literally. Yeah. Like, they'd say, what do you need, Rafinha? What do you need? You'll be the guy yeah. this summer for Arsenal. And he's like, no, I want to go to Barca. Either, either either that or or Leeds offered Pepe in the different in the opposite. I'm sorry, Arsenal offered Pepe in the uh, opposite direction, and Leeds said absolutely not. Hey, Nicolas Pepe, uh, man, that's a player too, man. That he's got to be uh, offloaded. And I forgot to say, Alex Del Stewart yeah. United with Malasia coming in. I'm like thinking yeah. Luke Shaw, Alex Del Malasia, too many left backs. But yes, yep. like that's like that. That'd be interesting. But Barca just need to use their academy too. We all lean on that. And a player like Nico Gonzalez, man, he's got a market. He's got a market. And if they get Pablo Torre, like long run, I don't know. I hope they play Nico, but there must be a player or two that won't be used, and they can get 20, 30 million, just like they got with Trinco. No, they got for yeah. Trinco. So, but that's yeah. I mean, hell, they even got like for Ferran, Ferran. Jupla, Jupla. Mm, uh, I don't yes. know how to say his last name. Good player, very good player. Yeah, he's he's off to the running for Club Rouge mm-hmm. in the preseason. Has already scored a bunch of goals, but they got eight million for a guy that's <laughs> barely even played for the first team, which I know is a drop in the bucket, it, it, right? But ultimately, you know, there's a market for mm-hmm. Barcelona bred players. I mean, you see Abel Ruiz playing okay for Braga. You see, you know, some of these players that can go on to to work their way back up mm-hmm. to um, to the level of Barcelona over time. Mm-hmm. Or maybe they don't. Maybe they just wind up, you know, terrorizing the Primera League. But, um, but, 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 but ultimately, mm-hmm. There's yeah. a name. There's a I, name that you've assumed Primera League, Abel Ruiz. But there's another name. I can feel, I feel that he can come to Barca. It's Grimaldo. Yeah. Grimaldo at Benfica. Sure. Grimaldo at Benfica is ready to go to Barca. If I'd say 10, 15 million, it's a deal that can mm-hmm. happen. And he has La Masia experience. So I know there's a bunch of talk about his transfer here in Portugal. He's not happy at Benfica. So that's mm. a player. I just want to shout out. Shout out fast. Mm. <laughs> you were mentioning. Well, while, while all this was happening, mm-hmm. while all this craziness, which is still ongoing, whether it's Ronaldo or it's what, who Chelsea brings in, whatever, mm-hmm. um, Liverpool finally got their man. Yes. Right? Well, um, well, guarantee I mean, the future he, of him. That's fucked. <laughs> Yeah, and on Twitter, I believe they even trolled mm. absolutely everybody <laughs> by putting a couple emojis or whatever it was, you know, up there that made everybody think like, uh-oh, what's happening? What What is happening? <laughs> and then, of course, they announced Salah. They announced the deal. Mm-hmm. It's done. It yes. makes him one of, uh, yeah, one of the top paid players out there mm-hmm. um, Broke in the, the Premier League. Very, very well deserved. Mm-hmm. Uh, but ultimately, you've got people landing on both sides of the coin. What? People saying... Should have gotten. I mean, you've got guys. You've got guys like Gary Neville that are basically saying yeah. that Liverpool's been played. They're biased. What? Obviously, completely Neville is biased. biased. Come on. We're completely biased when United has their own problems. Um, <laughs> and then you've got people saying it's the best deal ever. I mean, in some respects, I get the whole. For one player, you've mortgaged the future, the financial future of Liverpool. Mm. But 
a player no. well it's a player that no. maintains his physique it's a player that's very focused on his career and it's a player mosala that let's be honest he wants to become the greatest african player ever in the premier mm. league it's like would you would you say to chelsea fans would you have stayed with drogba would you stay that with drogba because if you haven't you mightn't have won at champions league with drogba right. at the late stages so like it's it's a big boy player and let's and I understand that the FSG have their their salary cap that's been working. Okay, it's been it's if it works, don't change. That is that it's okay. okay uh, that it's true, but still, Mo Salah isn't the usual type of player. And if there's a player to break that wage bill at the club, it right now is Mo Salah. Because if there's gonna win, if there, someone's gonna win a Ballon d'Or at Liverpool, it is. Mo Salah, okay? We've seen the best season ever of Virgil van Dijk two seasons ago, and that wasn't enough. Not passed by one player in the world, okay? So, for me, Mo Salah is that attacking threat. And the fact that Mane didn't stay, and Salah does, I th- I feel mm-hmm. for Klopp, it gives a lot of assurities. Because Darwin's mm-hmm. new. Fabio Carvalho is going to be a big piece, I feel. Will is right. new. Jota is not mm-hmm. new, but... He, Jota will have a lot to prove. Firmino might leave too. So he needs, mm-hmm. he needs a player that knows that experience of forwards. And Salah does just that. And Salah has yeah. a lot of demons to, 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 to fight. And Real Madrid is a team that I feel like Real Liverpool, we will see them mm. next season again playing against again. each other. I believe. Mm. Because if they win every game, eventually they'll, they'll, they'll play against each other. So seeing yeah. both teams, I really believe that well, is something well, we will get used to. So Well, I yeah. think then Salah's got to break one of the curses because well, obviously Sadio, Sadio Mane in Senegal has uh, has mm-hmm. Salah and Egypt's upper hand. I mm. feel like Benzema... I feel like Benzema and Real Madrid currently have the upper hand, obviously, mm-hmm. um, against but, Liverpool. So, but, yeah, he does. Have, he's got a lot of demons to fight I, in the form of Benzema, Real Madrid, and Mane and Senegal. So uh, I remember speaking to you and saying, like, don't worry, people. Like, he will stay in the Prem. It's not like he. Yeah. I really believe his his goal, his real goal yeah. of Mo Salah is yeah. to leave the Prem as the greatest player ever, African player in the Premier League because and there's to that effect I remember seeing a Ramsdale interview for Arsenal he was like oh who's the most followed player he's like oh the Egypt fans are crazy mate the Egypt fans are, it has to be Mo Salah it has to be Mo Salah so like just like Tottenham lean on Son with South Korea mm-hmm. Liverpool yeah. lean on Mo Salah for that Egyptian market too and it, let's be honest it's a huge huge fan base and I think it makes sense for Liverpool to stay with Mo Salah. Uh, but I, the Ballon d'Or, that can happen. Yeah. It can happen. It can. But will it? Let's wait and see. <laughs> yeah. But oh, it's, it's just Salah has been at the top, at least statistically speaking, in the Premier League for a while now. Five years. And you know, it's like, yeah. it's like how, how can you take it up a notch? Or are you just asking him mm-hmm. to continue to deliver 20 20 to 25 goals yeah. a year, Maintain. 15 to 20 assists. Maintain. And if that happens, then you need you need another. I mean, you've already got the best fullback duo mm. in the Premier League. You've and- already got one of the best center back duos in the Premier League. Fox. And you can even swap out best. Matip and Konate. Can and be you've best. got depth as well. Best. Yeah, you've got one of the best goalkeepers in the league. Fox. not world. The best. <laughs> yeah, world. Uh, so, you know, they've got those building blocks. They've True. got those pieces. It's just they need 
it's just how do you get by a nearly perfect Manchester City? It's very squad, true. And right? I'll be honest with you. I see the news too about a certain player coming to Liverpool next year. And every, by the day, I am growing on this because I believe Liverpool can break because they broke the bank for that Nunes. And for me, sure. I always love to lean on comments of coaches, players, because you can't, you can never fail someone that like he said that he believes in that. And Klopp said yeah. in the past that you never pay a hundred million for a player. So I always uh. had that doubt with Darwin. Will he go bold uh. with Darwin? So I believe Liverpool will break the bank again next summer for Jude Bellingham. For Jude okay. Bellingham. Because if okay. they don't break for Jude Bellingham to Liverpool, he just goes to Man City or yeah. Man United. And I really believe that for Jude Bellingham, the best project in the Prem is Liverpool is Liverpool yeah. and a club will stay at Liverpool I think club will stay at Liverpool longer than Man City with Pep Guardiola I think that will break sooner okay so for Jude Bellingham and I think he's really good mates with Jordan Henderson I've seen reports mm -hmm. on that so I mm -hmm. I that met Fabinho Jude Bellingham Hendo I yeah. that'd be yeah. it'd be really good to see I'll be honest with you so, yeah, and I, I'd be absolutely shocked if Jude Bellingham is not back in the Premier League, you know, in the next one or two seasons, yeah, uh, let alone for Liverpool. But it will definitely be, be a massive battle for his signature. That's, um, I really uh, believe. Just unreal. It's, hard, it's literally hard to believe the trajectory of his, his career <laughs> in general. Mm -hmm. Watching him play for the first time, as I think, as a 15-year-old. Uh, for Birmingham City and and then make his way Screamers. over to Dortmund. It's just un unbelievable. And his brother's doing it behind him. Yes. Joe. Joe so, yes. uh, yeah, but ultimately, man, I mean, I, I don't know if you have anything else with Salah, but uh, I did want to mention. I'd say the last thing too is like, who would get Salah, right? Barca right. don't have uh, money. He said... PSG. Oh, okay. Okay. You shut me up there, There were some dominoes that had to fall, right? Like Mbappe had to go to Real Madrid and make comes. room for Salah or something. Or yeah. I don't but. know if Luis comes through, but I like that shout. Oh, you shut me up there. You shut me because Real Madrid <laughs> was the club that I was gonna say like Real don't want Salah. Considering all, right. all that tension in the past, I don't think the locker room would... Mm. Yeah, there's a lot of tension between yeah. Salah and, and the whole locker room too. And this is like a story of Rodrigo in a Portuguese podcast saying that Modric leaving the pitch just banted to Salah say, Então, what happened? Where's your revenge? So like, players... Oh, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. So I really believe Salah has this... Wee, huge thing building up, man. I yeah. really and yeah. no World Cup. Salah has well, no you know, World yeah. Cup. Like know, Egypt, no it's World unreal. Cup. I I fully believe Mo Salah will go extremely bold next season, man. Extremely yeah. bold, and that's why you gotta lock him in three years. And don't you think no World Cup actually helped for like Klopp being like, oh, this is even better deal than I <laughs> than I think, because everybody will yeah. be in the World Cup and Salah will be getting a rest. Salah will be there. Yeah, oh. he will be ready, ready to, um, yeah, ready to prove himself, I guess, because he's got no mm -hmm. bigger level to go. Yeah. But you know what they always say? You know what mm -hmm. they always say? If you can't beat them, mm -hmm. join them. Mm. So I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't throw Real Madrid out, you know, just yet in terms of a, a future suitor for Salah. But 
the nah, fact three, of the matter he's is, he's gonna we, stay at Liverpool. He's gonna yeah, stay. I mean, this is three years. This is for what? Twenty twenty. Yeah. Three years. Five. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Three years. We definitely gonna see Mo Salah with Klopp. And yeah, I think it's gonna it's gonna be extremely good. But I don't believe, as I said, Ballon d'Or if Champions League happen. But right. it's mm. highly unlikely. But I and again, it's just a midfielder, man. I a midfielder yeah. for me is the priority at Liverpool. But Milner, mm-hmm. he's staying another season, so it's like. Oh, I'm a you got good. another year. Uh, I, I don't know. Maybe he's hoping a Curtis Jones. Uh, maybe mm. he's hoping a Harvey Elliott can come to. Maybe he's hoping. Um, who's well, who's uh, the Harvey Elliott? I like another young uh, uh, Well, Fabio Carvalho just came in, but like yes, Fabio Carvalho, Curtis Jones. Yeah, there, there is there is hope definitely in the academy with Liverpool. So. Yeah, a yeah. lot can yeah. happen from there. But this is this name I just want to shout, just so I don't forget. Lisandro Martinez, yeah. Bretton. Is this man, mm. that's a player that for me, every top team in the Prem must be on top, and they are as it seems. But again, 50 million, 40 million plus 10 for Lisandro Martinez. <laughs> My days, yep. man. I think if it, Arsenal, Arsenal would be the type of team to pay for it. So just watch mm-hmm. out, people. Great player, can play CDM, can play center back. Very good, and yeah, that's why I really believe Arsenal would be the best fit because of the options. It might be the, but I, they might be the best fit. But if United is taking a page out of the, uh, if Manchester United is taking a page out of the Tottenham's um, mm. uh, Richarlison offensive mm. in terms of getting him before United can actually prepare <laughs> a bid. True. Uh, Ten Hag knows Lissandra. Mm-hmm. Ten Hag could go out and grab him as a center back that they absolutely need moving forward. Mm-hmm. So and... I, I would watch United in this place. Uh, space because uh, we've we've seen that pretty much the only names out there being tied to United are names that have a history, mm. a very you know recent history mm-hmm. um, with uh, Ten Hag. So yeah, I, and... I, I don't know, but Lissandro Martinez, you know, he's he's mm-hmm. he's great, but is he? I don't I don't know. I don't know how he would transition. Strong, mobile. I I yeah. Is he one of the best in, available outside of the Prem? He is, he is, and that's why I feel like everybody's going just bonkers on him. But it's, it's like, and, and leaning on what he knows the player, another player that yeah. I mentioned fast, Dembele, Chelsea, Tuchel. Tuchel knows Dembele, and that's why if that deal happens, I believe it's because Tuchel wants more than Mr. Mm. Todd Boyley Dembele. Because, let's be honest, look at the stats. 49 games, 10 goals, yeah. and 21 21 assists at Dortmund under Thomas Tuchel, Usmane Dembele. And he leaves La Liga the top in assists too. So it's like, come on. It would be the best deal. It would be the best deal. It's true. It's true. But I I doubt the first big move that you make or one of the first big moves, aside from jettisoning Mm. uh, Lukaku, you know, Mm -hmm. out, out of the Premier League altogether, uh, is to bring in a guy that has probably like mm. played less games than, uh, well, definitely played less games than have been, you know, maybe mm-hmm. what, 50% of the games that are available to him since he's been at Barcelona. Mm. You really want to put your money on that well, right now, no I, matter how effective he is? It's it's the talent, Bretton, man. It's the talent. It is the talent. And, and it's no transfer but, fee. Mm. There's no transfer fee, too. So it's I like. I get that. Uh, but but uh, I agree. I agree that there has to be some some demons like that you have to feel like okay the pros and cons the investment can go down the trade with them but uh-huh. it can be a top mm-hmm. 10 ballon d'or player too so it's like 
roulettes with Dembele. Dem but you, you control the variables, so I believe that Tuchel with Dembele, it can make something happen. And I'm already, I just uh, want to say this fast too, I cannot stop mm -hmm. seeing the news about Holland, Holland this, Holland that. Man, mm -hmm. I just want to see Holland playing in the Premier League. And I'll be honest, yeah. it's low-key underrated how fast Man City did the Holland deal. Because if Holland would still be available, the news would be all about oh. Holland. <laughs> all about Holland. And we still see news for him mm -hmm. to go to Real Madrid in two years' time. Even when he signs for Man City this summer. So imagine if he still had it decided to go to Man City. Like the news mm -hmm. would be just, just early on. Yeah, so, they, they, get to, they, get to sit, they get to sit back and watch this insanity unfold. Uh, <laughs> while everyone struggles to find their transfer targets or to justify their transfer targets. Um, but yeah, Man City mm -hmm. doesn't have too, too much that they absolutely have to do. And they've also got Julian Alvarez coming yeah. in July 8th, you know, and he's, he's going to be ready to hit the ground running. So and Stefan um, Ortega was a really good snatch. They did right. too. Low key. I saw those comments people and it's fucked from the Bundesliga. I was like, whoa, yeah. they see Man City do scouting. Man City do scouting. If yeah. you're a top club, a middle team, a, a, a low team. Whatever team mm. you are, you gotta scout and you gotta find replacements. Man, since you do that, Man, elite yeah, and I, I gotta admit it. My my guess is that th them going after Ortega probably came directly after Zach Steffen went in and said, "If I'm going to have a shot at being the number one for the U.S. Men's National Team at the World Cup, I need to actually play, mm -hmm. right?" At least I hope. Give Gaga. That's what happened. Gaga first, Stolina. Right. Gaga. Yeah, no. Not yes, Gaga. He beat he beat my hometown team the other day. And, well, what and, a uh, save. Made, what made a save. Good, yeah, made some good saves. But ultimately, um, uh, no, Zach Steffen is probably going to go to the championship <laughs> on loan, probably to Middlesbrough. Hey. So, hey, I just want him to play. Uh, and, and if he's going to play every day at Middlesbrough, fine. Do I think he's too good for the championship? Yes, I do. But hey, I'm also biased. But listen, mm -hmm. I, I do. While we're on the championship, and they're not even in the championship anymore, but we were talking about Liverpool before. We were mm -hmm. talking about, you know, some of the young guys that could potentially step up this year and maybe mm -hmm. fill a gap so that they don't have to go sign, mm -hmm. right, um, and bring somebody in. But we do have to give a quick shout-out to <laughs> uh, Kate. You, you've got Derby County, Derby County, uh, okay, yep. finally getting their takeover complete, mm -hmm. okay? which means that they are going to be exiting administration. Now, they are in League One. They're in League One. They no longer have Wayne Rooney. They no longer have literally like three-quarters of their academy. Big respect okay? to Rooney. Paid the one but, month. Yeah. Yeah, and, and exactly. And I think it was technically illegal what he did, but ultimately <laughs> he still did it out of the kindness of his own heart. <laughs> but I do have to say, Zarby County deserves a pat on the back for still somehow influencing these little gems that have come out of their academy, mm. right? That now will ply their trade in the Premier League until Darby County gets back on their feet again. Mm -hmm. um, Luke Plange and Malcolm Ebioe, right? Malcolm Ebioe was wanted by a lot of Premier League clubs, a lot of Premier League clubs. Both of them have landed with Patrick Vieira at Crystal Palace. Okay. Mm -hmm. Then you have Feste Ebe, Festi Ebosele, fullback, mm -hmm. who's landed with Udinese. And you've got Cade Gordon, who Liverpool like poached yes. uh, last year. And all I can say is that for a club that was in financial turmoil, to be able to deliver those four prospects mm -hmm. to various you know, first-tier clubs, 
Uh, that's very impressive. So all I can say is that this is a new start for the Rams. I hope we start to see Darby County on the rise again um, and that they don't turn into a, a Sunderland that, you know, remains mired in League One for seven, eight years, although Sunderland's back in the championship. Anyway, <laughs> I just thought... had to bring that out there because that takeover is a big deal. That I... takeover is a big deal. You said championship, and I all of a sudden had something. I got to say this. Like, the championship winners – Wales bowled the right way with Mark Silva, and they went to snatch. That, for me, is shocking. It's shocking yeah. that this man went to Fulham, okay? João Palinha. Does he have yeah. the talent to play in a much better team? Yes. Will he have an important role for Fulham? Yes. So, will he receive more money than he gets at Sporting? Yes. So, I feel like that was the decider, too. And living in London with a coach he knows, Mark Silva, I think for Palinha... I'm not going to say the best choice, but it was, it's, it's a good choice. People can understand that choice, I'd say. So I believe Wolves would have been a better option and that Palinha would have better clubs too into him. But I really believe he likes the coach Mark Silva and that's why he picked Fulham. And playing in well, the world's biggest stage, the Premier League too. So, yeah. But I, I don't feel like that's the best thing for him to do to play in Portugal. For play nah. for Portugal, that is not the best thing to do. If you see Vitinha Fabio yeah. Vieira going to Arsenal, PSG, Palinha going full, you know yeah, what I mean? It's a little different. It's a little different. Yeah. Mm. Uh, as much as I loved, I've been to Craven Cottage. I mean, playing there, mm -hmm. you get you get the small town feel while it's literally right yeah. in London. Big respect. Um, but also, also, like, there's history to it. But here's mm -hmm. the thing, Fulham perennially up and down, up and down, right? And and they need to stop that, right? Mm -hmm. They were at their best when they True. had Clint Dempsey and Brian McBride and, you know, some others. Uh, but ultimately, um, mm -hmm. they're trying something different. I feel like in past seasons that they've come up from the championship, they have just gone on spending spree, that would have right? Been... Just spent, 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 spent. <laughs> and now to get a Palinha, right? Sure. Uh, a guy that has the IQ, a guy that has the ability to transition right away, a guy that can fit right into Marcelo Silva's uh, game plan mm -hmm. um, and hopefully have the the uh, desire to really make this not a relegation fodder year for Fuck. Fulham. Um, it is a different, and I don't know if it's going to pay off, but it is a different um, transfer policy than what they've done in the past, right? Mm. So here's hoping Mm -hmm. That, you know, Fulham gets it different this time and they actually remain up. But, but they are not doing what Nottingham Forest is doing. <laughs> and Nottingham Forest is like, hey, we haven't been here in a while. We're going to spend, spend, spend. And they went out and they got former Liverpool player Taiwo Awaniwi, mm. uh, who was great for Union Berlin last year. They spent $20 million on a guy that's really only had one great year. One mm -hmm. great year. Okay. And they've also uh, brought in Dean Henderson, which is a phenomenal move. True. Um, uh, at goalkeeper it's, it's like so but when is he gonna stop with those loans when will well, he get the credit i believe like he really believes he will play for man united he wants yeah, i don't to, know I after mean, the game which one is it is it united holding him hostage and saying we don't want to let go of him man. or is it or is it him not pushing hard enough is he just like a company boy and says hey you know you I, guys believe in me just send me out on loan again but i'm i'm 100 percent with you but if he ever wants to to mm -hmm. take jordan pickford's job mm -hmm. right yeah he's, he's gotta play game in game out and he's gotta do it probably at a level higher than nottingham Forest, even, but who knows nick pope in the new at newcastle might impress right. even more and ramsdale <laughs> ramsdale, and ramsdale. 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 Come, i put ramsdale ahead i'll be honest 
<laughs> from what yeah. I've seen. I'd, and I'd agree. just ending with Palinha, it's mm -hmm. Palinha, Fulham. But it's low-key how good a CDM is needed, you need, in the Prem. I feel like yeah. United was this bad because they didn't have anyone at the sixth role. And a team that for me is the perfect example of if you got a six, you will be good. And always there is Douglas Luiz mm -hmm. at Aston Villa. Nobody talks about this player, but if Douglas Luiz wasn't there, they would surely get Pelinha, okay? But there's a Douglas Luiz underrated, underrated mm -hmm. man. If mm -hmm. Calvin Phillips hadn't gone to Leeds, it would have been Douglas Luiz, the second player in the Prem, to go, in my opinion, to City. He must have been a target too. So that yeah. is, I feel like Fulham getting that locked is the right way to start. Definitely. Yeah. Definitely. So I, I was just surprised by it. So put down below transfers, people, that we haven't mentioned, okay, uh, in the Premier League. And yeah, just go bold with them. And do you agree with us about Palinha? Yeah. And yeah, got to talk here about some transfers. You're like, Javi Simmons, right? PSV. Yeah. I saw some hate on that. How dare you hate on a player that wants to play first-team football and show his best qualities, man. Xavi Simmons, man. I love that move to PSV. Personally, I loved it. And, and staying in Dutch, you no, know, going to the uh, Netherlands, a play, his home, mm -hmm. beautiful, mm -hmm. beautiful. Just not the yeah, place I, that we were we were assuming he'd go if he went back to no, Netherlands. No, no. I mean, this this is a guy, he's, <laughs> he's been puffed up by years and years of social media the truth. right years oh. and years of people throwing his highlights out there throwing his instagram profile out there all that good stuff okay we are now finally going to see is Xavi Simons good enough That's right true. he's a, he's 19 years old now we are now finally going to see it and frankly at psg uh we we obviously know that they do a pretty crap job of bringing and and grooming and bringing their players in mm -hmm. uh and i only hope the best for the the guys that have stayed there like el chidai and and uh edward mashu mm. and warren zaire emery i mean Gotta they have be. great names in there I that should find their way up or mm -hmm. out asap mm -hmm. so shavi simons it makes sense because mm -hmm. he's not he's not 14 anymore he's not 16 anymore Fuck. this kid's 19 Fuck. and he needs to be playing i only have a question mm. is he good enough is he good enough for psv eindhoven because nothing in his cv mm. tells me he is except for some great performances in the uefa youth league. you want to know a better place for him yep. you want to know a better place for him red bull salzburg for javi simmons red shabby mm. simmons to go to red bull salzburg take over aronson's spot take over whoever's spot and lead a team that has champions league football mm -hmm. and has the ability to make it into the knockouts with young bucks around him around the same age sesco up top oh, um yeah, you, you've exactly. got in the wings roko simic you've but, got capaldo you've got some really good players like susic i feel like that would have been a better play mm -hmm. than to go to psv where he i think if he has a string of bad form yeah, true. He's gone. He's He's, gone. He'll get replaced. He'll get benched. It's true. And, yeah. and and another doubt for me, too, is the position. And what position right. would Javi Simmons play? Would it be midfield? Will it be striker? Because let's be right. honest. I've been liking him in that role, forwards. Mm -hmm. He does make the right choices. Okay, not, not finishing, okay, being a midfielder previously. He's always going to have those, those eyebrows. But creating sure. goals, I like him there. So PSV with Savinho. Ah! Something can yeah. happen there. 
So I uh, let's wait and see. New coach too. I I'm not. I'm, I have, I've got. I'm hopeful. I'm hopeful on him. Yeah. So yeah. Well, well, you you like it remains to be seen, and I obviously hope the best um, for him and want to see him ball out. But you did just mention one. You just casually dropped <laughs> City Football Group. City Football Group obviously isn't necessarily Manchester City per se, but City Football oh. Group has made two ridiculous acquisitions in the last couple. Uh, weeks not even in the last couple of days okay and the first one you mentioned was Savi savino mm-hmm. uh i believe it's savio morera or something El, like that El, um he, he comes over for what six and a half million with yes. a potential of six and a half million more in mm-hmm. add-ons he is going to troy mm-hmm. which is owned by city football group and then will reportedly Fabrizio romano has said he will move to uh psv eindhoven on loan now mm. phenomenal talent that's actually not the biggest acquisition, but he is mm. one you're going to want to watch. Okay, the bigger acquisition is that. Do you remember the days of Paolo Dybala and Edinson Cavani uh, Palermo. at Palermo? Mm-hmm. Yeah, City Football Group has bought for only thirteen million dollars, thirteen million euros. Sorry, they just bought Palermo, um, and they will be a City Football Group team, uh, and they are back in Serie B Man, for the Palermo first time in several years. Palermo has thirteen million. That is cheap considering how much it is. T- like p- people are spending on prem teams, and Serie A was once the mm-hmm. best league in the world. So, yeah. like, if every if all the chips one day <laughs> sort out, you never know what an investment. Thirteen yeah, million. Is, uh, it's bigger than any player, and uh, they do whoever. I mean, not whoever, like we know who runs the show at City Football Group. We know who backs them with the finances. City Football Group is run incredibly effectively. And, and they have scouted these teams and I w- for years and years and years. I so wanted to Palermo, ask you on this. Hmm. Like Brazil, we were mentioning Brazilian talents that leave Brazil you know, and try yeah. to try to hope a better a better life. And it's like yeah. MLS. <laughs> What's happening yeah. there? Brenner went bold. Yeah. You're mentioning City Football Group. And I absolutely love Talj Magnu. You know I'm a huge fan yeah. of this winger. He's been doing yeah. bits too, right? Lately? He, he absolutely has. He is, he is a handful. Mm-hmm. He is like, you look at him and you... you I love off, him, man. When I, when I used to watch him when he was in uh, in Brazil, I don't remember him being as mm-hmm. uh, as, as big. Il as Mavaz. big as he is. Oh, very, he is very. a physical mm-hmm. specimen mm-hmm. On, that, on that field. I watched him play live mm-hmm. uh, the other day against the Union. Um, we ended up winning, but Magno was a handful <laughs> the whole game, the Love whole him. game, and he is tough. Um, so, yeah, City Football Group, kind of, they know what they're doing, I and they're shook. making money off the players that they're not, you know. They, they just sold Ko Itakura to Gladbach or something mm. for – Six million euros. I didn't even know he was still under contract with uh, with City Football <laughs> and Group. And so. too. Even they snatched him up from Benfica mm-hmm. early, and now he's happy there. He's just happy there. Yeah. So it's like, yeah. well, Talj Magnu though. I was shook at that time when they got him, and I just wanted yeah. to mention fast him, man. Under seventeen yeah, World yeah. Cup. I remember Zitu with Angol. Talj Magnu, mm-hmm. he was the star, yeah. man. What a what a yeah. great team. Yeah. Great well, team. I'll tell you what. We'll we'll see. But Palermo, um, <laughs> I I am ready. Palermo, mm-hmm. if you're listening, I am ready for my pink pink jersey to be delivered Mad. because I oh. cannot wait to wear it. And I'm excited to see them. I think they had to fight their way back after mm. 
financial uh, penalties and, and insanity that generally ensues with some mm. of these clubs that spend into oblivion. But they had to fight their way back up from Serie B yeah. uh, all the way to Serie B. So they're in Serie B now. Now they've got City fo- Football Group backing. Mm-hmm. It's going to be interesting to watch that team uh, get built. <laughs> um, but, yeah, I still remember Dybala playing there. I remember oh, Cavani. Like, that was – both of them, it was after they had made their move. Dybala Wonderkid. Over to Europe. Yep. And that's where they made their first mark. And then Dybala obviously went to Juventus after that. Oh. And he's still got a decision to make too. Mm-hmm. But staying in Syria mm-hmm. or Serie B or Italy, <laughs> yes. there is one club there. Okay. We can talk about Inter making all of their shrewd signings. Okay. Bringing Lukaku back on loan. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, Lukaku is all of a sudden with an, uh, all of a sudden okay with an Antonio Conte list. <laughs> Uh, Inter Milan, all right? Yeah, you've got him. You've got uh, Andre Onana coming in on free. You've got Mkhitaryan coming in on free. You've got Christian Aslani, who is a very underrated DM in Syria, uh, coming in for, I believe, only like 10 million or something. Uh, Inter is doing bits. There is no doubt about it. But they have not made the signing of the Syria window so far. Hmm. Oh, that is, AC <laughs> that is AC Milan. And believe it or not, it's not, not Divac trans- Origi. Not a transfer. And it's not a transfer. It is getting Paolo Maldini to commit to the future, to the project, and to what Milan can bring after the Scudetto. I think that's more important than any signing oh. that they wind up doing. But I do hope they sign some players. They got to <laughs> sign some players. But having Paolo Maldini there is is a big deal. And I believe, I forget the name oh. of the other individual, Massara or, or whoever it was that was kind of his right-hand man. Just as important, they got him to commit as well. So we'll see. AC Milan might be here to stay. Um, and uh, I'm, I'm here for it. But Syria was one of the best, best, <laughs> Fights for the Scudetto last year. I love. I it. think we're going to see it for the future too, and I, I'm I'm here for Syria, and for Milan yeah. too. For like for the fans, like pff, come on, safety. Yeah. It gives safety because the decisions at the club. He reduced the salary at the club forty mm-hmm. percent, and they win a Scudetto while he's doing that. Maldini at AC Milan. So getting that yeah. renewal, they should have done that earlier. That shouldn't have yes. been done in the transfer window. Like, you know yeah. what I mean? So Better maybe never. Maybe that's why Milan haven't signed anyone. Milan haven't Could signed. Be. Sven Botman? Mm. Gnat Sanch, mm. we were really hopeful. Like the takeover, man. But we all know yeah. Gnat now. Kulwish Kamps. Kulwish Kamps is Gnat's yep. available. Yep. <laughs> I might as well get him. <laughs> but yeah, I might as well get him. But I, I really believe Milan will do bits this window, just like they always do. Oh, oh Origi, sorry. They got Origi. Forgot they got Origi, but, but the, the, here's the thing: is they can afford to be calculated, True. right? Because they they aren't losing many pieces, and some of the pieces that they brought in grew into the role. Like True. Pierre Kalulu was a throwaway from Leon's academy. Teo, Teo, throw away, and taking up a notch, man. Teo is literally one of the best fullbacks in the world. Tomori, Tomori, Tomori. Like, yeah, turning oh. trash into gold. And, and I'm not calling Tomori no, trash. No, 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 no. He was treated like trash. At Chelsea. And now he's now he's gold. Yeah. Um, so it, it is England. great to see. So I think they can afford to be calculated. But you're right. I mean, if mm-hmm. you really wanted Sven Botman, yes. was getting Maldini's signature 
mm-hmm. uh, did that have to come before they could exactly. really go after Sven Botman? Or are they so happy with Tamori Kalulu's progress that they don't need to go after Botman? And, and, but they and, do need a striker. And I do think Maldini obviously would be working for free for Milan if he if he, if he wanted. Not if he wanted. Yeah. He would want that, okay? He just would. It's just, just fair for him for the importance sure. he had and the role he had for the Scudetto to make yeah. that happen, okay? So it's like, yeah. I, I got to say, Maldini, great, great. That was the right thing to do, to do. Yeah. So great the transfers, I just wanted to say right. Mukoko. People, Mukoko yeah. still hasn't moved, man. Are we going to see him move? Are we going to see Mukoko leave Dortmund? At the Yemi, Howler. <laughs> Come on. If it was like, yeah. okay, I can I can still play if, with Karim at the Yemi. Howler? Yeah. Like, now what? Now what? Malin? Like, Mukoko has to go. Has to go. So. A, my guess, and, and, and to be honest, if he does go, if he does go, mm. at the very least, if he can't find a, a home or you, vet a home up <laughs> for him. Yeah, Red Bull Salzburg. That's that's my answer for everything. Come on. Uh, no, Mukoko should go to a – he should do the Ansgard Knauf uh, mm. route. Okay, I he like that. He should go to yeah. a mid-table – team that uh obviously did some wonderful things last year whether it's yep. frankfurt whether it's stuttgart whether it's like uh that. one of the teams that have come up um man he'd be perfect it, hey hsv if you've mm. got the money Hamburg, if you've got the money <laughs> to throw it. at mukoko on loan mm. and you really want to get back over the hump and get back to the bundesliga the find a way to bring him in the door got bring him in the door to help you out i like but that he just needs to play he and needs he- to play every day I, but don't you think another league would be good for him? Like I don't I, I, know because he's lived his life in Germany, mm-hmm. Cameroonian to Germany. I, I don't know. I mean, you take him out of a fish out of water, and it's, it's true. It's and tough. and the expectations he had on his own career, and it was Dortmund too. Holland was saying that this is the best fifteen-year-old he's ever yeah. seen play football. So and Mukoko, let's be honest too, he has showed efficiency when he plays. He scores goals when he's come on when he, he comes on. So like for any other team, I I love Leverkusen honestly, but I saw them yeah. getting Adam Holzek, so I'm not really on that. And and Kunku getting that renewal yeah. with Leipzig, you know, mm-hmm. I did believe that Leipzig would have been a good club too for Mukoko. So put down below, people. Where do you think Yusuf and Mukoko should go? And yeah, do you have any last mentions yeah. here, Breton? Well, the last thing I want to mention, I got to give this guy credit. Uh, mm. If you don't follow on Twitter, Zach Lowy, mm. uh, go do it, run, do it, because mm. he's he's very good. He's very good at talking about mm. uh, Portuguese football. He's very good at talking about Syria. And these are leagues that haven't necessarily, aside from obviously my mm. constant talking with you, <laughs> uh, I haven't been able to watch as much as okay. much of as I was like would like. Anyway, long mm-hmm. story short. He brought up a graphic from AS.com. Uh, I believe that's a Spanish publication. Ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and, and it shows the, 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 the best um, transfer surplus. Mm. So net profit, okay. okay, over the last 20 years. And I just got to ask you, if, if you had to throw out a guess mm-hmm. as to who the number one club would be in Europe. Benfica. Uh, I'm sorry, in the world. Benfica. Who do you think it is? Benfica. Oh, man, you said... You said that before I even finished nah, the question. George, George, um, no, George, not, not, Benfica Academy is elite. It's elite. I, I, absolutely. <laughs> and just in, the, just in the last three seasons, okay, it's a net balance, okay, a net profit of about 667 million euros over the, last, over the last 20 years. Okay? So you're talking about 30 to 35 million a year that they make 
in net transfer profit, which obviously it seems like uh, goes back into their academy because mm-hmm. they don't have the issues I, I well, hear that Porto has these days. Well, uh, but, it's a bigger brand. Right. Benfica well, is so a bigger I, brand than Porto. So, yeah, I, I, you know, but in just the last three seasons, it's true. Ja- João Felix is a big part of that. It costs <laughs> very little. 127. Uh, Darwin. Uh, Darwin was like their n- smallest mm-hmm. net profit, I guess you could say, because it cost them what, like 25, uh, 30? Befica got 51 million from Darwin. Net. Okay, from mm-hmm. Darwin. Uh, net. Ruben Diaz, 70 million out the door. Raul, even even uh, Jimenez to, to and, Wolves. And just right? like what you said, the three most expensive transfers ever leaving Primera yeah. Liga. Those three. That's yeah, huge. Sheesh. Huge. But who's like second? Um, Befica's first? I, I'm sure Porto must. Must be there, no? Porto must be You're there. You're right. Porto must They're number be there. Two. Oh, They're what? Two. No, no. You mean no? What? Now you see why I. Now you see why I brought this up. Hey, I love uh, this. Hey, <laughs> Porto, you know, what? and this is where like you and I have been talking about. You've been telling me because I've been asking like, mm. why are they letting Fabio Vieira go? It's mm. good money, but why are they letting him go? Why are they letting Vitinho go at the same time? Yes. And you're saying that they, they have a little hole in their balance sheet. Yep. So I just have to understand they have a net balance, a net transfer balance over the last 20 years of about <laughs> 650 million euros. They're not that far behind Benfica. Okay. And yet there's an ongoing f- issue with their finances. <laughs> and in that same three, three year window that we were focusing on with Fuck. Benfica, They've gotten rid of Militao for 50, Diaz for 47, Vitinha for 42, Fabio Silva for 40, Fabio Vieira for 35. These aren't net, but True. They, they've got this not 127 number like with Jean Felix, mm-hmm. but they've gotten this like quality. Mm. I mean, let's be honest, they did absolute bits getting rid of Mangala when they did. Oh, yes. Day, right? Fuck. Uh, but where is this money going? But there was Where's a super it going team. That is like the best team I've ever seen play in Portugal was a Porto mm-hmm. team with Fernando, with João Moutinho, with Rames, <laughs> Falcão, yeah. Hulk, and literally Breton. I believe if Hulk had left Porto in today's day and age, Hulk would have yeah. left not for forty million, a hundred minimal. If Felix left one hundred and twenty Benfica, because Hulk was special at the time. So I really believe that. Porto and Benfica relied heavily early, like 10 years ago, on scouting. You had players like Gaetan, uh, um, Nico Gaetan, Di Maria developed too at Benfica. So there was, at that time, you didn't have the scouting of a city group getting Julian Alvarez. And a Julian Alvarez would have first landed in the Primera Liga, just like Lisandro Lopez did in the past. So Enzo Fernandes. Great deal going to Benfica. He'll be he'll be Great sold deal. four or five times. But now we have to change the strats. And now we lean mm-hmm. heavily on academy football. And we def- if you go to Seychelles, that is elite development, okay? Seychelles, in terms of infrastructure, is much better than an academy like United. I got to say that. Mm-hmm. I got to mm-hmm. say that, okay? And it's because the prime focus of Benfica is to develop and to win titles. So... I like it. I love how you say. I didn't know this man. And then I'm like, I mean, saying, it's, <laughs> it's, it, but it there was, was a huge shocking. space. It was a huge space. Yeah. Uh, I, I was mentioning the best team ever because there was a huge space from there to now. Mm-hmm. There was Eden yeah. Militão, true, but there was not the same success. Okay, and that's yeah, only, why only recently, right? Yeah. Only recently, and Luis and, Diaz, um, forty-five million Benfic- for Luis Diaz. Yeah. Okay, sixty. 
with 50 million added on, you should get 60 million immediately with Luis Diaz. So you can see, you can say that Porto doesn't do deals like Benfica does nowadays. So, and I believe it's because it's a a bigger brand. Benfica, I feel, yeah, it's just bigger. But it it is just interesting to me because, you know, Porto has odd finances, like you've said. (laughs) But then behind behind Porto, you have Ajax, not Mm -hmm. surprising. Okay. And you have Lille. Lille is fourth over the last 20 years. Okay. And that is Luis. But... you know, with a transfer balance of 414 million euros over the last 20 years, this is also a team that is perpetually mm. and almost permanently in financial, like, That's true. disarray. That's true. Right? That's true. So, you know, and Luis Campos is gone, and we know where he is now. He's at mm-hmm. PSG, and he's about he's about to uh, welcome Christophe Gaultier uh, into the midst, like we called for mm-hmm. a couple months now. Um, but you just got to wonder, like, Okay, Benfica seems to have a better handle of it, but like mm-hmm. Porto, Lille, what's going on? I like Lille. Luis, well, Luis yeah. Campos, pa. Luis Campos, pa. And Botman yeah. and Renato, they will leave too, so the finance will keep yeah. on going right. up. Jeez. I mean, yeah, Osimhen, Pepe, I mean, they've, they have oh. said goodbye to some phenomenal players after very little time. Forgot Pepe. Um, and I, I think I think Timothy Way is probably going to leave too mm, uh, I like o- that. over time. And they, just, and they just got rid of Botman, like you mentioned. So mm-hmm. anyway, I just had to bring that up. Uh, if In case you're wondering, the first non-European team mm. is actually River. Ah, it makes sense. So, it makes sense. Yeah. So, and it makes sense <laughs> that I was saying Enzo, Julian, FIA, it makes, and Gallardo has a huge yeah. say on that. Marcelo Gallardo, yeah. he's, he's the man who's cooking. Just, I compare yeah. Gallardo with Simeone at Atletico. But I just okay. feel like Gallardo style of play I prefer. <laughs> personally, yeah. Yeah. personally. I mean, they're fun to watch. They're fun to watch. And, and they've got, they've they got win. players behind. They've got players behind Enzo. They've got players behind... Uh, Julian Alvarez, Santiago mm. Simon is is another player that you're gonna want to watch in the right out, future. Right out the um, name. So right out the right name. <laughs> so, but but I was oh, a little sorry, surprised sorry. that River River was there previous to say a Boca okay. or a uh, a Santos or a Botafogo or mm-hmm. um, you know any of those Brazilian teams that are essentially net sellers uh, when it all comes but down Brazil, to it. But Brazil, um, it's just hard, man, and it's the currency yeah. too. Like yeah, it's it's, it's, it's hard. I know I know. There's a bunch of talk always about the the currency yeah. here in Portugal when we get players from there. So it's like, poof, Usplina, He came, but he went back to he went back to Brasileiro from 13 million. So I was surprised. I was, but the Brazilian market is growing. It's growing because come on, the elite fans, man, Brazil, love it. So do you have any last mentions here? Yeah, I mean, now that Vinicius and Rodrigo are, are making good <laughs> at Real Madrid, um, yeah, it's going to yeah. pick up again. But no, last mention, just going to throw it out there. We all know, we mm-hmm. always joke about Jesse Lingard uh, being the eternal wonder kid, but there is an actual eternal wonder kid that's out there mm-hmm. and almost still of age. Um, and it's Emre Moore. Oh, Emre Moore. Emre Remember Moore. him when he came out of, he was one of the first out of the gates at FC mm-hmm. Norgeland. Yes. Made the move. We all thought he was going to be great. Little oh. diminutive speedster on the on the uh, wing. Went to Dortmund. Mm-hmm. Uh, went to Celta. Thought he'd pick up his feet there. Went to rap. Really happened. <laughs> went to rap. Yeah, and literally went everywhere and spent his uh, year, I think, last year with like a team I can't even pronounce. Did he go Super to Celta Vigo? Yeah, Celta Vigo. Uh, he was at Celta. Yeah, he went to Celta Vigo when they were on a big buy-in spree for a while. And now he's in the Super League, but I, I was surprised at who he signed with. He signed with 
Fenerbahce. Okay. Come to so Fenerbahce. He, he, he's, he's making an ascendancy back into, I guess you can say, relevancy. Um, he had an okay year last year, but listen. If there's one thing that we all want to see, it's it's like a redemption story, yep. right? We want to see this. And if, if Emre Moore can do it in a Turkish Super League, no. by all means, get it done. Get it done, and I, I want to see it, and I'm rooting for it. And, I, hey, w- when I see Arda Guler or even Ozil mm-hmm. uh, send uh, Emre Moore through for his first Super League goal in a Fenerbahce shirt, mm. I am, I'm going to, even if I'm not a fan per se – I am going to applaud it, and I'm going to be very excited about it. So uh, I just wanted to bring that up there because that was a name that just, like, boom, I, hit I, me in the and face. And I'll be honest with you, Bretson. Like, I'm rooting yeah. for Fenerbahce next season, okay? Georges will go yeah, bold, and true. Fenerbahce fans, I can assure you, a ton of transfers are going to come in because if Georges is coaching your team, he comes yeah. with the assurity that transfers will come in and every morpa i just hope he plays out of the gulet i love this yeah, you're worried about that you were i, I was a little you yes. got me sad for a second yeah. you said you don't feel um, like he's, he's gonna give you that, a shot i feel like he'll 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 give hierarchy he'll give ozil a proper shot first but yeah. I believe he'll play Arda Guler. Like, with, with Renier Jesus at Flamengo, I, th- I think he was mm-hmm. good, Jorge Jesus, and I saw improvement from that. Yeah. But it's always that doubt. He, loves, he, he prefers experience to youth. A bit like Ancelotti. Yeah. He, has, he has improved with Real, those things, but like, he still goes with the assurances that he has, as some coach yeah. must do. So, well, yeah. the, the last transfer I've got is mm. Isaac Torre. Um, not because he's six foot eight, and mm. I don't know how to put that in one meter or whatever that is. But six foot eight is massive, okay? It's as big as a basketball Definitely. player. Power it's two forward. meters. Okay. Two yeah. Meters, and he's yeah. a center back, young center back, 19 years old, that went from La Havre to Marseille. Why is this important? He's, he's fun to watch, but why is this important? <laughs> it tells me mm. that Marseille has given up on trying to get William Saliba back, okay? So that means mm-hmm. that it likely is, as we probably already know, but if you need confirmation, William Saliba is staying in an Arsenal shirt. Mm-hmm. Okay? I agree. True. Or he's going to be loaned out elsewhere, but mm. probably not. Uh, but Marseille getting this center back, um, you know, they, they plan, they're planning for a future without being able to coax uh, William Saliba back. And, and I hope that gives some Arsenal fans out there a, a feeling of hope that he can hit the ground running at Arsenal. But Arsenal also finally ended their chapter with Guendouzi. Yeah, that's and Guendouzi slut. is now a Marseille player. That's slut. And they're doing this. That's slut. Yeah, they're doing this. Yeah, and they're doing this without – they got rid of Jorge uh, Sampoli. I mean, he's gone. He's gone. So they're doing this without any manager at Marseille. Uh, but there's some word out there that it's Marcelo Bielsa. Uh, what's his second, second go at Marseille? <laughs> and I'm just saying, Marcelo Bielsa team – Mm. fighting a Christophe Gaultier PSG. You need to go could both somehow. Little, you need to go yeah, both somehow. a little interesting. But, yeah, otherwise PSG is going to win like 25 leagues in a row. But, but what do you we'll think? You, you, I, if Gaultier goes to PSG, it just makes life much harder for any team in league. Uh, and yes, people, if we miss something, please put down below here. Episode 62. We both fold with these transfers. And yes, Go, don't forget to like this video on YouTube and follow FC Wonderkid 
on Spotify, people. Do not forget that. Go bold, people. And thank you for listening to another episode here with my guy, Fretzen. And we go bold. And you went bold by listening. Thank you, people.